Good morning or good afternoon. A delight to see all of you and I'm I'm looking forward to continuing our exploration this morning. And again, it's going to be this exploration of continuing to play with perception, refining this you, you could say faculty or instrument of perception. And today we'll try to do it in a way that honors Valentine's Day from, you could say, a Buddhist perspective of bringing the heart in. You'd say, yeah, showing affection, maybe spiritual affection. And in light of that, what I'd like to do is I'd like to begin with a poem that I think, uh, uh, at least I feel it expresses some of this. It's a poem uh, entitled The Sun by Mary Oliver. She begins, have you ever seen anything in your life more wonderful than the way the sun, every evening relaxed and easy, floats toward the horizon and into the clouds or the hills or the rumpled sea and is gone? And how it slides again out of the blackness every morning on the other side of the world like a red flower streaming upward on its heavenly oils, say, on a morning in early summer, at its perfect imperial distance. And have you ever felt for anything such wild love? Do you think there is anywhere in any language a word billowing enough for the pleasure that fills you as the sun reaches out as it warms you, as you stand there empty-handed? Or have you too turned from this world? Or have you too gone crazy for power, for things? To be deeply moved by the beauty of the sun like she's expressing in this poem. I think it's so important for our spiritual practice. And I appreciate the turn at the end, not to turn away from it for power, for things. Not to get lost in the reactivity of our hearts and minds. And, and I think this is why I find this poem deeply moving. You know, as the, the poet uh, Czesław Miłosz uh, said, poetry is no more than an unfinished whisper. And for me, it's like I hear this poem, this unfinished whisper, just starting to whisper to me to be filled by something beautiful like the sun. And... Uh, this is going to be our exploration for today. To be filled by beauty and to refine, you could say, this, this faculty or this instrument of perception, this whole-bodied perception that can take in beauty in some way. And 
this is where we'll begin this morning is to explore this, to experiment with this, and then to connect it more and more closely to our uh, to this uh, particular spiritual path. And so what I'm going to have you do is uh, you'll be taking 10 minutes. And during this, I'm going to invite you to behold something beautiful. So you could look outside a window, you could go outside and to slow down. You know, maybe it's some kind of visual experience that is really, you find quite striking and beautiful. It could be a plant, it could be a tree, it could be the sky, the beauty of nature. It could be a painting. It could be a couple minutes of a beautiful piece of music. And in particular, what I want you to become curious about is one, to practice being moved by beauty. And then two, to become curious, what does it feel like to be moved? And this is, this is gonna be the thing I'm inviting you to become curious about because I could look out the window and I see a beautiful mountain and then I could describe to you the beauty of the mountain. And I really want you to take that in if that's what you're, you're, you're seeing, but to, to get a sense of how it impacts this body. What's it like? What happens to this heart and mind when it's moved by beauty? What do you notice? And yes, it's gonna be difficult to find words. <laughs> probably for many of you, what's it like to be moved by beauty? It's okay, we wanna see what we can come up with. We're wanting to go into new territory like this. And then if it feels like your mind's getting too confused about it, just coming back to beholding and really taking it in. So that's one thing is what does it feel like? And then what are some qualities that you're bringing that allows you to open to beauty? And it could be patience, it could be slowing down. Maybe it's mindfulness that would fit well with this retreat. <laughs> but there could be other qualities. Okay, so again, finding something, a piece of music, maybe a visual object that's beautiful that, that has the potential to move you. Two, to allow yourself to be moved. And then in that allowing yourself to be moved, what are the qualities that, I, that, that, what are the conditions that, that can really help with the opening to that? And two, what does it feel like? This is what we'll be exploring here. Are there any questions about this experiment I'm inviting you to do before I send you off? It's making sense? Okay, great. So let's take 10 minutes, which means let's come back here at uh, 20 minutes past the hour. So at 920 Colorado time, New Mexico time, um, we'll, we'll come back here. So 20 minutes past the hour. So please find something that strikes you as beautiful and then uh, explore in these ways. And then we'll come back and, and take the next step. So welcome back. And at this point, what I'm gonna invite you to do is to put two different things in the chat box. But first I wanna be clear about what I don't want you to put in the chat box. And there's a reason for this, is not to put in the chat box 
the object of beauty that you were beholding, like if it was a mountain or a sound of music, not interested in that in terms of the chat box. I mean, I'm sure it's great. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> the reason is because we're trying to turn our attention back into the heart and mind and notice what's going on here. Yeah, we want to be moved by the quote unquote world out there, but practice is trying to get a sense of what's going on in here. And sometimes, uh, especially beauty that's out there is so uh, pulls us so much that we're, we're so lost in it that we're not aware of this co-creation that's going on, the co-creating that the heart and mind are involved in. So two, two different arenas that I, I think would be wonderful if you'd be willing to put in the chat box. One is, uh, what were some of the conditions at play that allowed you to open to beauty? So that would be one thing I'd be curious if you could put some of those things in the chat box. And then two, if you could have found words, if you know, if you found some words for what did it feel like to be moved by that beauty? How would you describe that feeling, the feeling of being moved? So again, the conditions that allow for being moved, and what does it feel like to be moved? And if you'd be willing to put that in there. So again, just to get a sense of these two things that were uh, uh, here is you'll probably see in some of these comments, the conditions that allow this to happen, like allowing the self to feel, allowing ourselves to feel or the condition of slowing down. And then also the, how it feels to bring in beauty. I'm just really appreciating this. I think it's such a cool arena and so important. And something that can get passed over in the sense of, as I've said many times in this Theravada Buddhist world, we love to talk about suffering. Now, there's so many talks about craving and aversion and delusion. It's important too, don't get me, get me wrong. But at the same time, the Buddha uh, speaks so much about the beautiful. And, and it's such an important aspect of our lives and our practice is refining this instrument to bring in this instrument of perception, perception so that we can be filled by something beautiful. And now the next step. We just did an exercise where I invited you to find something, quote unquote, out there that was beautiful and to allow your heart to be touched by it. But we can do the same thing with starting to look interiorly, look inside here and find those same aspects of beauty and to be moved by them. This, this is such a key to our, to our practice to discover the beauty that's in there and to behold it, to have an instrument to be moved just like you were in this, uh, in this exercise. So with what beauty, the interior beauty? There's a Pali word for it. For it. There's all kinds of Pali words, Pali being the early scriptural language of Buddhism. Sobhana Chetasikas. It literally means uh, beautiful, sobhana. Chetasikas are um, uh, 
mind states or, or, or qualities of heart. So beautiful qualities of heart. And this is what we're going to practice is being moved by these sobhana chetasikas, these beautiful qualities of heart. In the same way, noticing the conditions that allow you to be moved and to really get a sense of being moved. And the beautiful qualities of heart that we're going to explore this morning, it'll be a little different this afternoon, are the seven factors of awakening. Maybe some of you are like, of course, of course, that's what it's going to be like, because they're so beautiful. <laughs> so I'm going to put those in the chat box. And I'm going to talk to you a little bit about, share with you a little bit about what it is to be moved by these and how to, to do this. So you'll see in the chat box the seven awakening factors. Mindfulness, investigation, or sometimes I call it curiosity, energy, joy, tranquility, concentration, or, or which I introduced yesterday. That's the word samadhi and equanimity. So let's go over them and, and how we're gonna engage in these. So the, the, the mindfulness, you have a sense of that, hopefully. It's this quality of being present. Investigation, it's this curiosity about what's going on in your meditation. And it has a, a, a flavor to it. So to me, it's the easiest way is to, is to get a sense of this uh, quality of curiosity. And I want to be clear, I'm, I'm trying to define these this morning in a way that they're accessible. There's whole dimensions just to these seven qualities. And there's a lot of different teachings around them. But what we want is the entryway to begin to be moved by them and to notice them. The third one is energy, virya. Sometimes it's translated as effort. I think in this context, especially for today, it's the energy in particular, the energy to practice, the energy to be engaged in the spiritual practice. And then often when there's energy, there's joy. It's like, oh, this is so cool. So it's the joy that arises from this particular practice that we're doing. And then the tranquility, which we explored, you could say yesterday, ease and relaxation would be in the domain, at least for today, of tranquility. Concentration, we went over that yesterday, this word samadhi, where the mind, the heart and mind are collected. Remember the analogy of the classroom. Yeah. The mind is collected around a certain experience. And equanimity, another Bhikkhu and Alio translates this word in, at least in the context of seven factors of awakening, equipoise. So a sense of kind of okayness and stability in the face of the unfolding of experience. And these, uh, these factors carry us toward awakening. The Buddha speaks to this. He says, practitioners, just as the river Ganges slants, slopes and inclines towards the east, so too a practitioner who develops and cultivates the seven factors of awakening slants, slopes and inclines towards awakening. Right. Do you hear this, the, this image of 
the river, the river Ganges, it's naturally going towards the ocean. And nurturing these qualities of heart by being able to notice them and to behold them and move, be moved by them, it slants and slopes and inclines our heart toward awakening. So how to specifically engage in this? And it's, it's, we're gonna be engaging it in the way that we have been engaging during this retreat. One is coming back to the foundation that we explored yesterday morning, the foundation of ease and relaxation and beginning there. And then right there already, there's gonna be some of these qualities. There's probably gonna be a quality of tranquility that's there. So it's noticing that. And then within that foundation, bringing in some mindfulness. And so I wanna give an example of what it's like to discover these beautiful qualities of the heart just while doing, for example, walking meditation. So let's say I go outside, I do some walking meditation, I'm engaged and really feeling the body moving. And I'm feeling the, the, the lifting, moving, placing, or I'm feeling the, the left leg move and then the right leg move. And within that, already, hopefully in my description, you're hearing some of these seven factors of awakening. There's some mindfulness in that description, isn't there? Oh, there might be a little bit of curiosity. Oh, this is what it feels like when the left leg's moving. Oh, interesting. Oh, and there's some energy to practice. Here it is. Yeah. Oh, this is kind of cool. I'm, I'm liking this. this. This feels good. There's some joy. Ah, some ease and relaxation, tranquility. The mind's collected just a little bit around the feeling of walking meditation. Oh, samadhi. Yeah, feeling okay. Equanimity, equipoise. I hope you're hearing, this doesn't have to be some grand experience. It's just the small pieces of, of these uh, seven factors of awakening. And they don't have to continue forever. Remember, we're not so much interested in quantity, but the qualities and noticing them. Even if you're noticing them for a few seconds, And what we're also adding to this is seeing if you can be moved by them. These are beautiful qualities of heart, they really are. There's something so beautiful about mindfulness. Sati, it's in the feminine case, so we could say that she is so striking in her beauty. You can expand it, be he or they, however you want to get a sense of it. But to feel that about presence, to feel that about curiosity, there's something really beautiful about uh, Dhamma Vichaya, about that investigation of the Dhamma, or energy of Virya, or joy, the, the Pali word is uh, Pitti or pasadi, tranquility. Can you notice when there's tranquility that there's something really beautiful about it? Samadhi is a definitely a beautiful quality of heart and so is equanimity. So this is different than just kind of labeling, oh, there's mindfulness, there's tranquility. It's to be touched. To, uh, 
the the aspiration I'm giving you is to eventually ask the very same question that Mary Oliver poses in that poem, but in this context of inner beauty, kind of to the sun and here, this question, do you think there is anywhere in any language a word billowing enough for the pleasure that fills you? As these, as the sun or as these beautiful qualities, Subana Chetasikas, reach out and warm you. Wow, I don't know if I could find a word billowing enough to capture how I'm moved by the beauty of these. And maybe from this point of view, this is uh, one way of perceiving or framing our meditation. Maybe, maybe really what meditation is about, it's just about beholding beauty. It was just about the exercise you did during those 10 minutes. That's it. What would it be like to frame your meditation practice like that, just for a day? How does it open up other dimensions? And again, I'm not saying, I don't want to make a single vision out of this. But it might expand and it might offer other dimensions to you around what it means to practice and what it feels like to practice. And yes, at the same time, you're not in control. You know, this day of practice might be really difficult. And then, then you get to practice another beautiful quality of heart, compassion. And when you offer yourself self-compassion, it's not only using it to soothe the challenge that you're going through, but noticing how it's a beautiful quality of heart. Something that might strike you, that leaves you in awe. A quality that it's difficult to find a word billowing enough for how it fills you. So this is our exploration for today. And and I, I, I hope, uh, yeah, I hope it's uh, fruitful for you. Okay, wonderful. Well, uh, may you be filled, may you be filled with beauty. May you fall in love with the seven factors of awakening on Valentine's Day. <laughs> Send them some flowers for me. And I'll see all of you in one hour. So let's come back at, uh, 1040 Colorado, New Mexico time. So that's uh, 1240 PM East Coast time and 840, I mean, 940 uh, California time. Okay, see you then, take care. Okay. So welcome back. And I just want to offer just a few reflections before we engage in the sitting meditation. I hope within that hour you noticed there is a, a kind of subtlety and patience that's also needed around this. Did you notice that? Good. <laughs> it might not be as easy as it sounded in the poem, but hopefully that was inspiration. And so I want to acknowledge that. <laughs>
And in this sitting meditation, what I invite you to uh, uh, get a sense of is it just might be moments, even when, when let's say fear arises or worry or planning mind with it filled with excitement, sometimes there's still a couple of those factors, uh, seven factors of awakening there. Like there's the noticing of worry and then there's a curiosity, oh, it feels like this. If you look in the chat box, those are the first two. There's the curiosity, there's the mindfulness. So your experience might be unpleasant, but there might be some of these elements still there, like the, especially the mindfulness and the investigation and maybe some energy to practice. Again, we're not looking for quantity, we're looking for quality, the, the ability to notice these. We're, we're refining this instrument, this faculty of perception to take these in, just as there's this invitation to take in the sun that way. And, and to unearth their beauty in that sense. And also being filled, you probably noticed, it's gonna have different flavors to it. At times it's gonna be muted, even when the seven factors of awakening are strong, if there's a lot of tranquility that might not have that kind of billowing quality that's in the poem, but there's still a kind of a buoyancy that might come with that. Or if there's some difficulty and there's just a couple of the seven factors of awakening, it might not feel, feel filling at all, but it might feel like there's more space that comes with just a little bit more mindfulness towards worry or a little bit more mindfulness towards uh, uh, sadness or any challenge like that, and maybe a little bit of curiosity. So in the, in the meditation, I'm inviting you to now just be curious about these, this, how they subtly pop up. And then having the second quality, which all of you know is so important in this practice, is patience. Having the patience of um, attending to these seven factors of awakening in the midst of all the other challenges that are going to come. And it's just a reminder, you're not in control. You can't completely control it, but we can start to shape and open up the space for these these uh, heart qualities of awakening and tend to them. We make much of them and give them space in our hearts. Okay, so in light of this, do feel free if you wanna take uh, just 30 seconds to move the body a little bit. We'll be sitting for about a half hour, be in meditation for about a half hour. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.